to Bess and Erica's Rock and Roll Music Hour. I'm Erica. Hi, I'm Bessie, and good evening. It's good to be back again, and we have our special guest tonight, Tara Lanning. Yes. <laughs> She's Hello here there. once again. <laughs> I Hope everybody's doing away. well. Yeah, I'm a mic hog. I can't help it. And she's joining us tonight for a very special episode dedicated to my grandfather, Floyd Lanning, which was her dad and my grandmother's husband. Tomorrow is his birthday, and tonight we're going to be focusing on his life and celebrating that. I have a special interview from Lloyd Lanning, which would be my grandfather's nephew, and I'm very excited to share some answers to these questions that I sent to him a couple weeks ago. But first off, I would like to start with a little bit of backstory from everybody about him. I'm going to let my mom, Tara, do a little bit of a bio, because I feel like there's no one better to, to say it than you. So, go ahead. Well, I appreciate that. My father, he was uh, born in 19 and 23. His father, Frank Lanning, was a farmer, and he grew up in the Dust Bowls of Oklahoma. He did farming as well, and he was so poor, he told me, that he didn't have enough money for any toys or anything, so he would build himself toys and take sticks from the yard and make a doll to play with it and things, and... Uh, I guess that's where his being able to fix anything or build anything first started because the man could fix anything. There was no car. There was no car. There was no project that he he went to uh, to do that he didn't succeed in repairing or fixing and things. And so he grew up, and then he moved to live with his grandparents, and then he moved on out to Phoenix, Arizona, and got married and uh, had a little boy named Leon. But we don't ever have anything to do with Leon because he ended up, uh, his mother took him away from my father and so we never really got any anything to do with him much we hope he does well and has done well in his life but we just kind of never had any any dealings with him a whole lot but my father was a self-made man he decided he came from nothing but he wasn't going to stay that way and when he moved to phoenix he went to uh, school to learn how to do auto body work and things as well as being an entertainer at night and having a band, and regardless of what anything you may read or hear where it says that he was in Marty's band, the band belonged to Floyd Lanning, and Floyd Lanning was friends with Marty Robbins, and why he asked Marty to be the lead singer of his band when he sang beautifully himself, I'll never understand. But anyway, um, they played many clubs, and they played Fred Kares' nightclub, where little Jimmy Dickens discovered Marty singing. Then, of course, the rest is history. And so my father and a man named Jimmy Farmer, which was a magnificent still player, they all went to Hollywood to be on Marty's first recordings. Then years went by, Dad and Marty split ways for a while, and then they met back up in Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, Marty asked Dad and my mother to move down here to Franklin and live on his farm. And so that's uh, how we came from Cleveland to uh, be here in Franklin, Tennessee, right outside of Nashville. Then as time went by, Marty had promised my father that he would put him in the music business. And so he had him record many songs, which you'll be hearing coming up soon because Erica's doing a marvelous album that she has transferred from reel to reel of songs that my father recorded in Marty's studio as uh, time went by he was going to put him in the business and then all of a sudden something happened and they had another falling out and uh, that was the end of dad's music career but uh, thanks to Erica and her wisdom and genius with computers and and things she's uh, bringing it all back to life so people don't forget him and new people can enjoy him and things and it's just uh, it's very marvelous because he uh, was just as good as anybody else who will ever be out there 
and so that's just how I feel about it. But uh, anyway, I don't mean to ramble. Just want to give you a little little bio on Floyd Lanning. But he was uh, he was a great man. He was a loyal, honest, upstanding man, and uh, we miss him. Well, thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> sure. And expanding on uh, some of the songs that he did record with Marty once they were put on Columbia, wasn't it? Those yes. songs, Columbia yeah. Records, yeah. The Columbia Records. The Columbia Records, that's right. Yeah, and you can actually find the vinyls from when these songs were released uh, on eBay, which I need to buy them (laughs) because they're all out there. Um, But the songs were Tomorrow You'll Be Gone, Crying Because I Love You, I Wish Somebody Loved Me, and I'll Go On Alone. Those are all the songs that my grandfather played on with Marty, and they're all really cool. So, And it's really awesome to just hear his guitar playing. It was very unique, and I feel like I definitely try to, like, adopt that sound and, and like style of playing because yeah. I think it's like really unique and cool. So yeah, it's, I hope that it it's, a, it's a great thing. I worked for Cracker Barrel for almost 20 years and I was at the hostess stand one day and a Marty song came over the radio and I was sitting there and I, I realized that there was my father. I thought I, I was doing something and I thought, man, that guitar playing. And I was like, that's my dad. And I was like, so there was my dad, you know, and I just thought that was so cool. And before he died, they put out the uh, Marty Robbins Essentials and it had his name in the credits and he held it up and looked at me. He said, it all comes out in the end. He said, there's my credit. He said, there it is. He said, I might have not made it to where I wanted to, he said, but at least I've got my credit. He said, and they can never take that from me. And that is very true. Because um, when you find those songs or documents of those songs on the Internet, his name is listed as the guitar player. Yeah, absolutely right. So, that's awesome. Just like he said, they can never take my credit away. Absolutely. Actually, um, in the process of downloading music online, <laughs> um, when I was downloading some of Marty's albums and stuff, somehow I came into possession of this, uh, it's like a PDF file that was like attached to like a song or something that like has like all the credits for like his songs and like his name is in it like multiple times. It's very cool. I don't even know like where that file came from, but like it's awesome. <laughs> if dad were still living, he would think that was about the coolest thing he'd ever seen. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, I, it was, I mean, just yeah, and when <laughs> if you Google Floyd Lanning, he's the very first thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And with the help of me, he's there's more points rather than just like credit. I believe it. Thanks know? to you. Yes, indeed. Happy about that for sure. I am too, Erica. And I'm very excited about the posthumous album that I'm putting together. It's been very painstaking getting these reel to reels to sound, I don't know, to be transferred over to MP3 and make them sound like a typical mp3 it's it's difficult because the format is vastly different oh yeah it's a lot of work man but you're a genius Um, at it props to you (laughs) but i'm working really hard i'm probably gonna work on it for a couple more weeks but uh hopefully i'm going to try to release it at the end of this month or at least by christmas so it will be out and it's going to be a special release that i will definitely be having at grimy's and i don't want to give it away but there'll be like really special cds not just your typical stupid cd you just buy it and find at the store they're going to be very fancy and very special so um stay tuned for that yeah and go out and get one you won't be sorry mm-hmm, absolutely and props to grimy's because they always help me with my releases and they're so nice about it and everybody that works there is awesome so yeah. go to grimy's yeah. shop there shop, <laughs> shop at grimy's for sure yeah, because so they are they're just great them. they're great i also wanted to say even though the time i spent with my grandfather was very brief I was only about 18 months when he passed. I still remember his presence, and I would cry by the chair that he used to sit in 
when I was a baby after he passed away. So it means a lot to me to share his songs and his voice with everyone and to continue his legacy and make sure that it lives on. I miss him very much and I wish that he was still here, but he lived a wonderful life and I'm proud to carry on his legacy and music and share it with the world and through the ballad of Floyd Lanning that I wrote about him. So please go out and listen to it to hear his amazing life story. It's on SoundCloud and it's on my website. All right, well now I'm going to hand off the mic for a minute to my grandmother and I want her to talk about her life with granddaddy and what what it was like being together with him for so long. I met uh, Floyd in Cleveland, Ohio, and he had kind of gotten slack about his music. And I'm a professional musician, songwriter, and singer, and when I found that he could sing and play music, I encouraged him to uh, get back in his music. And uh, he went out and bought a tape recorder, and uh, he recorded some of the songs that I wrote. And... uh, we recorded one song. It got lost, by the way, and uh, he sang it called I've Got to Stop Me If I Can, and I sang background singing for him, and uh, I had a great time being married to him. We had our ups and downs and rounds and all sorts of other stuff, but I loved him, and I just think he was a fantastic guy, and I have never, ever met a man anywhere in my life smarter than that man. And I want to tell you that you will like his music when you hear him sing. And please go out and buy one of his CDs when Erica gets them released. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's like being on a radio show. I get nervous too. After a while, like you don't. Get I eat it up. I don't get nervous at all. This, this I love fucking it. expert over here doesn't. Get I nervous fucking at love all. it. I eat it up. <laughs> I don't. I don't get nervous. Miss Interview Queen. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm happy somebody's interested in what I have to say. <laughs> Yes, I'm very interested. Nashville slammed so many doors in my face. I'm happy that someone's interested in what I'm doing or singing or saying. Oh, Nashville slams doors in everybody's face unless you're Taylor Swift or some other hack. Yeah, unless you got a bunch of money or you're a product of the machine. Not unless you're you're some of these brilliant people that I know that have been in it for years and and they're they're doing well and I'm I'm happy for them that they are. For sure. Because without them, I wouldn't have ever gotten to do anything that I wanted to do with music. So thank you to my dear, beautiful friends. You know who you are. Absolutely. All right, next up, I'd really like to read these uh, interview questions that I sent off to uh, Lloyd Lanning, and um, they're really cool. We got in touch with him pretty recently on uh, Facebook. Facebook is a place where you find all your relatives. (laughs) And I was really excited when we started talking because him and... His father, which was my grandfather's brother, they have a lot of like really cool stories that I hadn't heard. and Yeah, they have a lot that I haven't heard either and yeah. things, which is really neat. My dad, he, uh, he was a very private man, and he would tell some things, but a lot of stuff he just didn't talk about because he, uh, he's the type of person he left past in the past and kept moving forward. Right. So, yeah, so it's really cool to like hear stories about him and Lloyd Sr. growing up together. But anyway, off to the questions. The first question I asked him was, what is his full name and who is he in relation to the Lanning family? His full name is Lloyd Ray Lanning, and his dad's name is Lloyd Clayton Lanning. Clayton's such a Western name. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is. But it's very cool, though. Um, Well, yeah, it's a cool name. It's just such a Western name. You don't hear it around here much. Definitely not. It's cool, though. It's awesome. Um, But I asked him where he lived now and where did he grow up. 
Uh, he's 59, and he lives in Amarillo, Texas, since 1964. Amarillo by morning. <laughs> I haven't heard that song. It's a good song. Who's it by? By George Strait. They came to visit us one time um, in the 70s oh. when I was a little girl, and they lived in Amarillo then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it says he lived there since 64. You were born in 67. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it says that he was raised in a small farming community called Lazar, where the railroad depot was and where his dad worked. And then I asked him what was growing up like and any cool landing stories that he had to share. And he said that he remembered taking baths in big metal tubs with water that his dad had hauled from the well at the depot. He said that they had no well or running water, which meant lots of trips to the outhouse. (laughs) And he said his dad would always have to check to make sure there were no rattlesnakes in the path. It says it's very snaky out there still. And then it said when he got old enough for school, um, they moved into town, which was Quanta, Texas, about 14 miles from Lazar. He says that he remembers his dad singing and playing a lot. And then I asked him what instruments that he plays and how long he had been playing them. He says that he started playing guitar when he was 12 and that he picked up the bass as he went and that he had been playing for 47 years now, which is a really long time. <laughs> that's awesome. It's um, almost as long as I've been here. Yeah. That's <laughs> don't say your age. <laughs> Oh, I don't care. I don't even think I, I thought you were 35. I'm, I'm just 35. <laughs> Forever 35. Forever 35. It's a new store at the mall. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's a new. <laughs> That's right. It's a new store at the mall. Forever 35. Uh, uh, so I said he messed with piano keys and started um, around age 19 or so, but he was 25 before he was actually good enough at piano. He said. Um, he said that he can program drum tracks on the computer, but was never coordinated enough to actually play a real set. <laughs> and he says, it's too much going on for my pea brain. <laughs> I don't feel bad, Lloyd Ray. I, I'm the dinosaur of the new age myself. So Hey, well, you're doing good. You learn copy and paste. <laughs> I know how to copy and paste. I do. I just learned that a couple of years ago. <laughs> so proud. Oh, well. Gotta give me some credit. I come from an age where we didn't. we just had landline telephones, and that was it. Hey, I remember landlines. It hasn't been that long ago. Well, I'm saying that was it, though. We didn't have computers. We didn't have any of that, you know. I know, but I remember a time, like, before computers were, like, a huge thing. I mean, I remember when they were, like, a huge box. Yeah, and now you carry them in your hand. Yeah, it's insane. It's just always great to me. When I was a kid, I, uh, and I've told this story to Eric and my mother, (laughs) but when I was a kid, I had a little cardboard box I would play with, and I would imagine that it was a little TV that I could carry around and play with, and and all of that has come to pass, and more. And it's just amazing to me to think in the early 70s to have made a toy like that, and then there is such a thing that exists. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. (laughs) Plus more than I could have even imagined. But I came up with it first. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that to Steve Jobs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Give Uh, me my cut. Give me my cut, Apple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Coming after you. Shit. Uh, Yeah, my little cardboard box. (laughs) Right. Uh, But anyway, I asked him what types of music that he likes and what is his most favorite musical artist, new or old. He says that he likes all kinds of music, including classic rock, classic country, contemporary Christian, some hip-hop, bluegrass, and some Tijano, which I have no idea what that is. Interesting. Lloyd, I'm going to have to yeah, look that up, so we're and gonna, I'll get back to you on that. We're going to look that up and get back to that, yes. <laughs> I meant to look it up before this, and I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then I asked him uh, if he played music around town, and if so, where can we see that, if it's online anywhere? And his favorite musical artist that he said would be the Beatles. The Beatles. Which is really cool. I didn't expect nice. that. <laughs> it says that uh, they influenced me musically more than anybody else. 
And he said that he can't even think of a new artist and that he really doesn't listen to music much anymore. And that the only place he plays in town is the First Nazarene Church where he uh, leads a praise team, a music praise team. He has done that for a couple of years. And um, he still plays lead guitar and helps everyone learn their parts in the group, which is cool. He says that uh, he's going to record a song with his dad, but they still haven't finished it yet. But I'm really excited to hear that, Lloyd. So <laughs> when you finish it, send it to me. I'm going to put it on my podcast. Yeah. Send it out so we can hear it and, and put it out for the whole world to hear. Because I always say we might not be rich, but we're famous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to hear that. So send that to me. All right. I'm going to pass it off to my grandmother for story time, which I want to be a reoccurring segment on the show. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'm going to pass it off to her for some fun story time from... West Virginia, and <laughs> we love go. these West Virginia stories. We've got a great one tonight. <laughs> All right. Good evening, Mike. <laughs> I have heard so much about you, and boy, I'm just so proud that I, there's somebody in the world that believes in banshees and leprechauns and little men dancing on the hearth. <laughs> All my life I've known about this, and uh, I met two other people in my life, two girls from Alabama, and they told me the story uh, uh, that they saw these little men dancing on their aunt's uh, hearth, but I never told them nothing about my story. I was probably about 13 years old, and I was lying in bed at my grandmother's house one night and by the fireplace, and I'd been asleep, and I woke up, and I just happened to look at the hearth, and there were these little guys about looked like about six inches tall, about five of them, and they were dancing and just carrying on and having a party. And I just loved it, but I never did tell anybody. But I am so proud that you know about it. And when I was a young girl, we had the banshee. And uh, she would come through at the end of summertime. It seemed every year that she would come through when uh, summer was leaving and fall was beginning. And she'd scream and cry, and it, she'd just wail. And I have never heard such a scream in my life, and it was so scary that we'd get afraid. But the people back there, they did not know she was called a banshee. They just called her the hollering thing. <laughs> the hollering thing. I know that. I know the that. hollering thing. <laughs> she would be so pissed if she knew that. She'd be like, bitch, I am a banshee. <laughs> The, ho- the hollering thing. Excuse, excuse me for laughing, but it, it is so funny. But uh, so many of the <laughs> so so many of the people oh back Lord. there where I'm I'm educated and I'm not bragging, but I'm I'm very cultured and That's educated. Because you left and made sure to make something of yourself. And, and uh, I left that and place and I wanted to know about things in life. And I learned all about these things, and I read up on all kinds of things. And as I lived and grew, I learned that she was called a banshee. <laughs> and uh, she'd just scream and wail every year. She'd scare everybody to death when she'd come through. Oh, Lord, I bet. Could you only imagine? But, I mean, yes. I mean, literally, just think. Mike and I would talk about it. We've talked about it at work. Just imagine if you were in the woods, middle of the night, and you just walked right up on the banshee, and there you are. I mean, what are you going to do? We never did see her. She, oh, heavens no. But, I mean, just think about it. It would be such a horrifying thing. And she would travel all through the woods up in the hills at the back of my grandmother's old house. And she'd travel and scream until she went out of existence. 
and they'd be so afraid when she's going through, and they'd just be shivering. They were so afraid, but I, I never did feel afraid because I, she never did come out of the woods. <laughs> and uh, but I loved it, and I just wanted to share this with you, Mike. And I just am so appreciative to know that there's people in the world that really know that banshees exist and leprechauns exist. I don't care how crazy they think we are; we're not crazy. We know they exist. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to meeting you. And I'm just, uh, I, I'm having a great time telling this story. Well, that was a great story. Um, shout out to Mike from Nukes. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you and everybody else who's listening. I know you don't know who that is, but it's this awesome guy that I work with. And yeah, it's this really with. nice guy that we work with at Nukes. Yeah, and he's really funny yeah, and, and knows Myrick. all these stories. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he knows lots of great stories, and we have a really good time talking about just all kinds of fun things. So, so yeah, yeah he's we wanted guy. to dedicate those stories to him tonight. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad we did. Now is time to play all of our songs that we've put together for this episode. I'm going to be playing Eddie Arnold cover, Make the World Go Away. Eddie Arnold was Granddaddy's, one of his favorite artists. Yeah, he's one of his favorite artists besides Jimmy Rogers. Yeah, besides Jimmy Rogers. Yeah. And, and so I'm really excited to play that song tonight, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. 
to pass it off to my mom for her to introduce her song. Oh, well, thank you. Well, my song, I, I we did a collaboration as well, but my song that I did was Help Me Make It Through the Night by uh, uh, Sammy Smith recorded it. Other people have too, but I always liked her her uh, version of it, and so I did a cover of that because I always enjoyed her music and things, and uh, she just laid that down, and it's, my dad always liked that song, so I, I decided to sing that in his honor. And then uh, our collaboration that you'll hear later is we uh, did uh, Mule Skinner Blues, and uh, I hope you enjoy it because, man, we sure it put it down. <laughs> we put it down for you, so... I we hope did. you guys like that as well, but I, I hope you like my, my cover of Help Me Make It Through the Night. Yeah, that's awesome. And on Mule Skinner Blues, we all played a part in it, like you said, and you're on mandolin. Yeah, I played my <laughs> mandolin, my big three chords that I've learned on my mandolin, Woo! but I burned those strings up. <laughs> no, you did. I'm very excited for my mom. She finally has picked up an instrument. And it's doing really yeah, well. I'm almost 50, and I picked up an instrument finally. The, but the I'm, singer I'm has picked there. up an instrument. Yes, finally. The singer. <laughs> well, you just always give me crap about it because I'm the singer. I don't have to play an instrument if I don't want to. I, I mean, chose to play it. Hey, I mean, our girl Funko is me. the singer. So yeah, see, see, go. Elvis. Elvis was a singer. Elvis, <laughs> Elvis played guitar, but it was mainly for show. It was, yeah, it was mainly for show. <laughs> I mean, he could, but. Yeah, he I, yeah he could, but you know, but he, he had to so, to swing yeah. those hips. So well, yeah, you to get the guitar out of the way, you're just blocking the hips. So you know. pretty much, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I'm a crooner, so I don't always have to play an instrument. I just decided to. We always, get it. Yeah, <laughs> I always wanted to play the mandolin so I could play bluegrass because I yeah. love bluegrass. I know, and I love the way mandolin sounds. It's, yeah, it's almost like a banjo sound. Almost kind of, but different. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, not it a big just fan has like of a, banjo a music. Ringing sound, and I really yeah. like that. I really yeah. like how loud it is without. Any amplifier. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I, I do too. Really cool. Take the ribbon from my Shake it loose and let it fall. Lay it soft against your skin. Like the shadows on the wall. Come and lay down by my side Till the early morning light All I'm taking is your time Help me make it through the night I don't care who's right Dead and 
pass it off to my grandmother to introduce the song that she's singing. I'm singing Chained to a Memory. It's a, also an Eddie Arnold song, and it was one of my husband's favorite songs, and he sang it very well, and I wanted to sing that song in his memory and dedicate it to him because he always liked it so much. I have added little lead and bass parts to all these songs, so I'm really excited about how they all have all came together tonight. Makes no difference if we two are far apart, dear. I could never ever love somebody new. A fairy isn't in room inside my heart, dear. While I'm changed to the memory. 
hope that you enjoyed all those songs. And you can find me at www.ericacase.com. And you can find all my links on there to my Facebook page, YouTube, Twitter, etc. And my mom, you can find her on Facebook, Tara Lanning. And she has her own music page. Go to it. And she also has a SoundCloud. And I also have a SoundCloud. Thanks to Erica Case. She's yes. going to get me famous shit. So, so get on SoundCloud. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, so get on SoundCloud. That's right, get on SoundCloud because I'll have Tara a couple Lanning. of... Yeah. And um, you can find her songs in there, too. And my grandmother, you can find her on my website. Um, on the Where to Find Me page, there is links for everyone on that page. There's a link for my mom, grandmother, grandfather, and, of course, myself. So if you go to their website, you can find all of us on it. And to listen to this podcast, you can listen to it on Podbean at bestanericahour.podbean.com. And you can also find it on iTunes and the podcast app. Is there anything you'd like to say? Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to, to say that I... Uh... I wish my daddy a happy birthday. He would have been 92 tomorrow, November 9th. I miss him very much, but he was great while he was here. His legacy lives on forever. And thanks to everyone who listens to us and, and, and will listen to his music as well. We sure appreciate it. We definitely do. Um, so happy birthday to granddaddy. Yeah. And... I'll be celebrating it by listening to all the awesome songs that I retrieved from these real real tapes. It's a beautiful thing you've done, Erica. Thank you for that. Thanks. So happy birthday to you. And this podcast is dedicated in his memory. And I'll see you guys next time. Yeah. And thanks for having me back. No problem. Good night. Good night. sun's ray, her eyes like dew drops in early day, God is your creation, you made for me alone, she's my woman, my woman, my own. another part of heaven that tells me she cares someday she'll be a woman just like my wife she's my woman the woman in my life she the woman in my life She's lived a good life She made my dreams come true When she comes to that river Lord, I ask of you Give her blessing and strength to go on. She's my woman, my woman.
woman, my woman, my own. Lord, I put her before you so much of my time. I beg you, please forgive me. But she's been so kind, a part of heaven she seemed to be. She's my woman, my woman, you see. She's my woman, my woman. 